I want to dedicate this class to the memory of Yosef Chaim ben Ephraim, whose yurtzeit is tonight. So today's parsha, um, second parsha's chukas, the shlishi parsha's chukas, and I think there is a very important lesson. I actually think it fits in very well with the yurtzeit as we've heard from Dr. Shafel and Shabbos and on other occasions about the character and the personality of his father, blessed memory, may he rest in peace. And um, sometimes there are situations which are difficult, they're stubborn. And you have a, 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 a challenge, how do you deal? A rock is something which is very difficult. Now, how do you, when you're trying to educate your children, say, or you're trying to uh, influence other people, and they resist. They become, as the expression is, stonewalled. You get stonewalled. You can't, you can't go through. So what do you do? You take a stick and you try to beat up on them? Or you try to reason and you try to use words? Phenomenal story this week's Parsha. Very interesting. So Moshe Rabbeinu, finally, after the Jews are getting ready to get into Israel, all the people from the past have already passed away from the Meraglim. It's all Kolaid. Everybody's okay now. No, Miriam dies. What happens? There is no water. Now, one of the things that we see in the Torah, there was no, there was no plan. Hashem wanted the Jewish people to purely rely on faith. What's going to happen? Now, what do you expect when you're in a desert? There's no water. Nobody tells you uh, how are you going to get water. You don't know what you're going to drink the next day. Don't complain. Don't ask any questions. Just keep on going. The people, the Jewish people, they weren't ready to accept that. There's no water. But they don't just ask where we're going to get water, which would be one thing to ask, want to find out. Okay, you didn't tell us where it's coming from, but at least uh, ask, you know, nicely. Say, we're going to have... So they start with Moshe. Poor Moshe Rabbeinu. You know, now he has to deal with all the complaints. Where is the water? Why did you take us out again? I didn't take you out. Abraham told me to take you out. What do you want from me? Hashem, I'm just the messenger. Hashem sent me to take you out. I've done everything. You've seen all the miracles. I've done everything that I've done for you. I proved you over and over and over again. Kairach was just... That was a while ago. That happened 38 years ago. But you saw every step of the way. You challenged. You saw that I'm doing it because Hashem said. Now, back a complaint. They don't just ask for water. They gang up on Moshe Rabbeinu. And they start saying, why did you take us out? You took us out from a place which is uh, at least they didn't talk like Nodav Aviyu. Nodav Aviyu said, they didn't call it an of land that flows milk and honey. But they still said it was a beautiful place. So, Arna Moshe Okay. So, it's bad enough that Moshe Rabbeinu has to sustain all these complaints and all these stories. So, finally, Moshe Hashem says to Moshe, okay, he says, take your stick. So, Moshe Rabbeinu, what did Moshe Rabbeinu have to think? Why is he telling him to take the stick? He tells him always to take the stick. Remember, to take the stick. With the stick, he waved it, he, he beat the, you know, iron had to beat the water because Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't supposed to do that. But they were beating all the time with the stick. Hashem takes, take this stick. But Hashem says, speak El Hasela, Speak to the rock. Hashem doesn't say to beat the rock. 
Hashem says, speak to the rock. And in front of the, and it'll give the water. But what does Hashem do? Moshe Rabbeinu is talking to the rock. You know, in Yiddish did an expression, that's the devant. You know, talk to the wall. He's talking to the stone. The stone doesn't do anything. He tells him, give the water and the stone. Nothing happening. So, Moshe Rabbeinu sees nothing happening. What does he do? The Ebesha told me to take a stick. Last time, around 38, 39 years ago, when I'm at Zvayim, then Hashem said, You should bang the rock. Moshe Rabbeinu said, As when I tried to speak to the rock, it doesn't move. No water, nothing is happening. So he says, What's going on? What's going on here? Maybe I need to bang the rock because Dave told me last time to bang the rock. He picks up the stick, he gives a good zets, a little bit of water. So he gives a second zets, two times. Now there's plenty of water. Now, wait a minute. If he's supposed to talk to the rock and not beat the rock, why is Hashem bringing the water? But all this seems, when you read it, Hashem says he's upset with Moshe Rabbeinu. He says, Moshe Rabbeinu, he says, after all that Moshe has to tolerate, and he has to sustain all the troubles and all the burdens and everything that the Yidden are making him, Hashem says, you made a terrible mistake, he says. You weren't supposed to beat the rock. You're supposed to talk to the rock. But I talked to the rock. The rock didn't give the water. What am I supposed to do? I told you to talk to the rock. You're supposed to talk to the rock. Why? Shem says, you could have sanctified me in front of the people. Because the people would see that in order to listen to Hashem, you don't have to beat them up. You can talk, and that would be enough. They would learn in their service to Hashem. It seems like, in this case, Hashem was saying to him, look, you see who you're dealing with here. You're dealing here with rebellion. Very important at this particular point, it's very important to send the right message over here. And with rebellious people, with people that are complaining and all the time, you have to be very careful how you do things. You can't beat up on them. The tendency is somebody who's my opponent, somebody I don't agree with, let me beat him up with a stick and fight it. These are Jewish people over here. Moshe Rabbeinu, you're the leader. Yes, you have to constantly tolerate. They're always ganging up and they're always making trouble. But that's not the way to deal with people. That's not the way for a leader, for you, Moshe Rabbeinu. That's not what you need to do. You need to speak to them, not beat up on them. This was the Rebbe's philosophy. The other was some G'dayla Yisrael used to tell, the way they used to tell, they told the people that are not religious, they told them, you're goyim, and you eat, Rahman al-Islam, not kosher stuff, and therefore you're not part of the Jewish people. That's what they told them. No, they're beating up on them. How many religious people they came from those kinds of words. How many non-religious people do you think all of a sudden said, oh, now I want to become religious because they beat up on me. They're going to say, listen, <laughs> if that's the religion, I'm going to keep on doing it. But if you speak to them, you educate them, you show them, you train them, they don't know, they don't know, they don't understand what you're talking about. You had, Hashem was saying to basically, to Moshe Rabbeinu, maybe not so much as a punishment, he told them, this is not the way, the way to people, what you got to do is, you got to speak, you can't beat up on them. The Torah almost, I, I, I feel, I mean, it seems to me, at the end of the day, it's, it's a little bit hard to understand, it seems so, seems so unfair to Moshe Rabbeinu. Hashem says, 
because you did this, you and Aaron are not going to go into the land of Israel. Seems so unfair, it seems so unfair. After enduring and after suffering all this thing, and they ganged up on him, and he's trying to help, and he's talking to the rock, and the rock is not giving the water. Hashem tells him a stick. Hashem previously told him to bag the rock. He had so many good reasonings to do that still. It seems so unfair to Moshe Rabbeinu almost, it seems. But right away is the end of the Pasuk, and the end of the Pasha, today's Pasha. The Torah clarifies this, I think. Because the Torah says, Hey, Mo, May Merivo, Hey, Mo. They are. Well, who, who? They are what? Who, who? What does it connect with? They, they. Rashi says, Well, remember the stargazers of Paroi saw that Moshe Rabbeinu was going to be beaten up with water. They thought they can drown Moshe Rabbeinu. That's why they decreed all the newborns to be thrown into the water. But they made a mistake. What it really meant was this problem that Moshe Rabbeinu was punished because instead of talking to the rock, he hid the rock. So what is the Pasuk telling you? Something very, very interesting. That everything has been predestined. Moshe Rabbeinu was predestined to happen. The Stagnine Paris saw this before. It wasn't the change of plan. This was all orchestrated. Hashem was just teaching us a lesson. It was orchestrated. This was the Abraham's plan. The Abraham wanted that Moshe Rabbeinu should stay in the desert with the Jewish people so he'll be with them and he will be able to bring about the redemption from all the people. And that's why when we look around in the world and we see Gimel Tamos and we see all these things, the Abraham has a plan. We don't know what the Abraham's plan. It's not something that is something that we can understand, that we can comprehend. But it's Hamo. It's something which is already, the Torah makes it clear at the end. This is not something that changed the plan. This has been destined all the beginning. The Abishter is just telling us to Moshe Rabbeinu, to be the leader, to lead them in Eretz Yisrael, you have to go ahead and not bang on anybody. Don't beat up on them. What you got to do is you got to speak to them. And I want to bring this in because... This was the special characteristic of Yosef Chaim ben Ephraim. He had that special quality of bringing people together, sometimes through making a good joke or bringing a, being a sensitive, saying a nice word. That is the way to bring the together, or instead of taking your opponent and trying to bang him down and beat up on him. David should help that these are all plans that Hashem's had, but Hashem's destiny. The final plan is for Mashiach to come and to be with all the tzaddikim, beguf gashmi, and we pray and we hope that this will happen before Gimotamos, the Mahid of Amen. Amen.